In today's episode, we will be discussing the importance of the Word of God and why we are instructed to be careful to do what is written. I will briefly address how the undermining of Scripture happens even within the visible church, and I will share some encouragement on how growing in the Lord coincides with understanding Scripture. All of this right now on The Great Sift. Welcome to The Great Sift Podcast. Through weekly installments, we provide content that will engage, encourage, and empower you as a believer in Jesus Christ. We tackle topics of the day, host interviews, and provide a biblical view on what is happening in the church and the world at large. So, grab a Bible, open your heart, and let's begin to sift through all that God has in store. Now, before we begin, allow me to mention that I'm currently studying and preparing several podcasts that will cover how we can know and trust that the 66 books we find in the Word of God are the correct books in what is known as the canon of Scripture. I try to keep these episodes to 15 to 20 minutes for easy listening, retention, and in respect of your time. That is why the episodes covering the canon will be multiple. Please look forward to those coming very soon. There is a quote that I've come across recently that I want to share with you and help you to see why it is concerning. I will not be mentioning who said it due to the fact that I want to address the statement, not the person. It is always my goal to encourage, equip, and challenge us as believers to grow in Christ. It is not my goal to divide, to slander, or to tear down someone. The quote is this, quote, It's difficult to expect the same fruit as the early church when we value a book they didn't have more than the Holy Spirit they did have. To value the scriptures above the Holy Spirit is idolatry. It's not Father, Son, and Holy Bible. The Bible reveals God, but is itself not God. End quote. On one hand, I agree that we are not to worship the Bible. As a Christ follower, I do not lift up or exalt scripture as if to say, this book and these words are my God. In this instance, the message that is being received by me, the reader, is that the value of scripture is less than the one who spoke it. Now, this leaves room for the undermining of scripture. The Bible is not merely, quote unquote, a book. It is God's inspired word. I don't want to read too much into this particular quote, but it also seems, it almost seems, I should say, to say that we should place our experience with the Holy Spirit over Scripture. God is perfect and holy. So to say that one is valuing Scripture above the Holy Spirit, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You see, the Scripture testifies perfectly to the one who spoke it. The one who spoke it is God. Now, I don't want to confuse anyone, so let me lay some groundwork for understanding the importance of the Word of God in a believer's life. As a believer, we receive salvation through faith alone in Christ alone according to the Scriptures. You can find that in 1 Corinthians 15. Now, we as as a believer have attested to and believe by faith through what has been recorded and shown to us. The Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin and we repent of our sins. We place our faith in Jesus, whom the scriptures testify about. Revelation 19.10 says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, meaning the testimony of Jesus and what he did for us was and still is being used actively by God 
today. People are coming to the Lord all over the world because of the testimony of Jesus. How beautiful is that? Now, without scripture, we wouldn't have these truths. We wouldn't know how to interact with God. We wouldn't know what a true experience with God is without the word. His word does not take place. I'm sorry, does not take the place of God. The Bible is God's inspired word to mankind. Any experience you have with the Lord or teaching you hear about the Lord should come from the Bible. Why? Because the word is essential to growth and understanding. It is what God has given us to teach us. I need to slow down a little bit. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. So let's break this down a little bit. We as believers have placed our faith in Christ due to the testimony of who he is as given to us by the scriptures. We read in 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17, it says this, but as for you, continue in what you have learned, this Paul talking to, to Timothy now, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. You see, Paul is reminding Timothy what he has learned and from whom he learned it. It is important to understand that all scripture is breathed out by God, inspired by the Holy Spirit, and written by men. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 16 through 21, it says this, For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we, meaning the apostles, were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when we received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, saying this, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased." We ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain, and we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy, listen to this now, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now, while the apostles were being led by the Holy Spirit to write these letters, we see Peter in 2 Peter, what I just read, near the end of his life, exhort the church to remember that they, the apostles, were eyewitnesses to the prophecies of the Old Testament coming to pass through Jesus Christ. They heard God's voice at Jesus' baptism and verse 19 through 21. And we have the prophetic word, meaning the Old Testament, more fully confirmed to which you will do well to pay attention as as to a lamp shining in a dark place, meaning Jesus, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture 
any of it, comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You see, this is declaring yet again that Scripture and what the apostles, the eyewitnesses of Jesus, are attesting to is from God, not man. And this is amazing. Ephesians 2, 19 through 21 says this, So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation, listen to now, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. See, this now shows that the apostles have the authority in the setting up of Scripture. While being led by God, Jesus Christ being the cornerstone, everything the prophets pointed towards was Christ, and what the apostles declared is Christ. Yet this prophetic word is more fully confirmed, and according to verse 20, is now the foundation, the foundation of the church. This is what we hold tightly to. The foundation that will not fall apart and lacks nothing. No, the foundation of Scripture isn't God, but it is what God gave us to stand upon. In 1 Thessalonians 2, 13-15, we see Paul asserting that the words of the apostles, the ones whom Jesus sent, are words from God. They are God's holy scripture. (laughs) Listen to this. This is amazing. And we also thank God constantly for this. This is verse 13. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffered the same things from your own countrymen as they did from the Jews, who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out and displeased God and oppose all mankind. So the foundation that is accepted as inspired by God is both the Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament, which is in one way verified through the fulfillment of prophecy, and then through the establishment of the apostles, which is, in, which is the inspired word of God. This foundation is truly incredible. You see, everything pointed to Jesus, and as the cornerstone, then everything was built out from there. (laughs) Wow, amazing. Now, let me end by sharing with you a beautiful picture of the power of God's Word. For years during my prayer times, I have found myself hugging my Bible as I walk back and forth, focusing on prayer and the Scriptures. People who have worked with me in ministry in the past can not only attest to me doing this, but they have also asked me why I do this. (laughs) For the longest time, I didn't even realize that I did it. It was just a habit that I had grown accustomed to. While thinking back to my childhood one day, I was reminded of the very first scripture that I ever memorized that was not John (laughs) 3.16. It was Romans 8.38 and 39, and it says this, For I am persuaded that neither death, 
nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. These two verses have been in my head (laughs) since I was seven years old. They will never leave me. They are a reminder as to God's goodness. See, I remember when I was a child, I used to study scriptures and Bible questions for a church, uh, a church quote unquote quiz team. It was called Junior Bible Quiz. But as I would study, I would find myself pacing back and forth in my parents' bedroom with these little cards that held God's word on them. And on those cards, I would hold them to my chest as I would study the Bible, as I would study these scriptures. And this is why I still do this today. I keep it close to my heart because it's it's a way for me to, to meditate on the scripture. It's a way for me to understand the scripture, to process the scripture. And so me holding tightly to the word of God isn't making the word of God my God. It is me knowing and believing and holding close and tightly that my faith, my faith is firmly founded in his word that he has so graciously delivered to the world. You see, the reason it matters is because during the darkest times of my life, his word, God's word, crafted by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, It came into my mind and kept me from moving further into darkness. I hold tightly to scripture, not a book. This book is just a means to being able to hear the voice of God. Let me encourage you today. If you are in a dark place, don't look for just an experience to set you free. Look to the word that holds life. Look to scripture. Look to the Bible. (laughs) Look to the very thing that is the foundation of our faith. Ephesians 2.20, the foundation of our faith is on the prophets and the apostles. And through the apostles, through the New Testament, the Lord is still speaking today because his testimony is, his testimony is the spirit of prophecy. Now, all of the scripture references that we used in today's episode will be listed in the description below. Now, may our Lord and Savior be with you today. And until next time, may God truly bless you.